You're tuned in to the Nonprofit Chatter, brought to you by Nonprofit Pro with our friends at Pursuant. New T and Taylor Shanklin are getting real and sitting down with nonprofit leaders to chatter about issues affecting nonprofits today. Be sure to subscribe to us in your favorite podcast app so that you don't miss these conversations with your nonprofit peers. And check us out on the web at nonprofitpro.com slash podcast slash nonprofit hyphen chatter. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Nonprofit Chatter Podcast, hosted by me, New T, Editor-in-Chief of Nonprofit Pro. And me, Taylor Shanklin, VP of Marketing at Pursuant. The Nonprofit Chatter will give you an insider's look on the most pressing challenges facing nonprofit leaders and fundraisers today, and how nonprofits can overcome those challenges. In each episode, we'll engage in invigorating conversation with industry leaders and find out what tools and tactics nonprofits need in their repertoire to help their vision become a reality. In episode number five of the Nonprofit Chatter, we'll dive deep into conversational fundraising. We'll be joined by Chris Winter, Senior Director of Philanthropy at Living Water International, and our co-host Taylor will be chiming in to offer additional insight on this exciting topic. Chris and Taylor, thank you so much for joining me on the Nonprofit Chatter. I am really looking forward to unveiling more about conversational fundraising. How are you both doing? Great, New. Thanks for, uh, thank you for having us. Yeah, thanks. Uh, excited to sit on a different side this time. <laughs> and um, thanks, Chris, for joining us as well. Excellent. That's so great to hear, and I'm happy to have you both here on the show with me. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. You know, this is such an interesting topic because I think the term conversational fundraising can vary in the nonprofit sector. So my first question to you is, what does conversational fundraising mean to you, and why do you think this type of fundraising is so effective and beneficial to nonprofits? Chris, you want to go ahead and lead the way? Sure, new no. and and I think you make a great point just in the question to to say that conversational fundraising can mean a lot of different things, and I think there's there's a lot of different ways people de- people may define that. So when we when we think about conversational fundraising, it really you know I think about the relationship that we are working to build with our donor community over time. And, and when I think about relationships that I have, whether it's, it's professional relationships, it's personal relationships, conversations at the heart of those relationships, that's, that is what's, what develops the relationship over time. It's the foundation of those relationships over time. So as much as anything else, when I, when I think about conversational fundraising, I really think about something that gets at the heart of the relationships that we're trying to build. And it has such deep benefits for organizations. And, and, you know, when I, when I think about that, when we look at that more than anything else, it, we create a deeper connection between the organization and the donor. If we are truly authentically focused on the relationship that we want to build and have that conversation with the donor. So that it's a two way conversation. We're talking, but even more importantly, we are listening. Uh, that all that's going to do is build a deeper and deeper and more authentic relationship with our donor. And that's that's really where we want to start with our uh, with our fundraising at Living Water. Yeah, and I'll I'll just add on to that. I think Chris makes a great point about it's like building that authentic relationship. So what I think is interesting about thinking the idea, thinking about the idea of conversational fundraising and 
something that's been on my mind a lot lately is this whole new idea of conversational marketing. How do you scale that conversation to your individual giving programs, right? To the people who are giving you $25 a month and how do you make them feel that authentic personal connection in a, I'm not going to say the same way as like a mid-level donor or a major donor, but in a similar way on a, on a different level, I think it's that level of authenticity that's, that's really big and growing and we're seeing more and more people talk about. So how do you put out mass messages that feel authentic and they feel like the organization is starting a conversation instead of just spitting out information? you know, for, for you, the donor to consume. Yeah, that's, Taylor, that's, it's such a good point. Um, as we, as we look at our, you know, as we're looking at our donor file, we're trying to think about how, how do we segment our message and make it conversational at the mass level, make it conversational at the mid level, and then continue the conversations that we have ongoing at the major and mega levels because they really are different conversations, but authenticity is a word that, that I use every day at, at work, and it's, it's just essential in whatever message and however we wanna communicate and have these conversations, it has to be authentically who we are and authentic, about authentic, having those authentic conversations. Mm -hmm. And I think it's more important now than ever before it's it's been interesting to watch how it's like we've gone through this phase of starting to have like marketing automation and thinking through oh we could send out a lot of messages to a lot of people all at the same time wow this is amazing right but then now it's like it's almost gone it can go overboard and there's so much noise that now there's this trend where people are starting to say like hey like the robots are great but we're humans we want to connect with people so what's interesting is to start to watch how some of the marketing automation and the robot tools are shifting to actually help people create more authentic conversations at scale and that's why I think this topic of conversational fund fundraising is a really interesting one to be having right now. Yeah, Taylor, I completely agree with that. I think there's so much technology all around us that conversational fundraising kind of brings the, kind of the humanistic value back into fundraising. And I think it's important to, you know, like Chris said, get to the heart of the relationship to create authentic relationships that can go a long way. Um, but with all the benefits that conversational fundraising brings to nonprofits, are there any drawbacks to this strategy? Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's important to, to look at that piece of it. Um, if, it if, if you sit down and you say, okay, we're, we're going to just dive into conversational fundraising and we're going, we're going to start talking to everybody. We're going to start listening to everybody. We're going to, you know, we're going to have back and forth with all of our donors and it's going to be great. Well, you run the risk of, of overwhelming yourself, first of all. And so I think it's, it's essential to be efficient and to think through a strategy and to understand what you want to accomplish, 
you make sure that that your staff that your planning that your budgeting is all aligned with the strategy that you want to put in place uh, because as we have said, there, there are enormous benefits to, to having these conversations, but you need to be prepared for it. You need to be, you need to have everything, have all the pieces in place to really advance that strategy and to do it in a way that is logical and coherent and meaningful at the major and mega levels, at the mid level and at the mass level. Yeah, I totally agree. Chris, I'm curious even to hear from you, like, okay, how do you put all of those things in place? Because I agree, it can quickly become overwhelming. Um, what are some of the things y'all have done at your organization? You, you know, are breathing this every day to yeah. make it manageable to do this. I, th I think one of the most important one of, one of the most important pieces we're looking at right now is how do we how do we do this in our mid level world, where we're trying to bring together our marketing communication message that is going out to our donor community. And then we have our, our mid-level donor reps in relationship with quite a few mid-level donors. So how, how, how do we keep the conversation going with our reps? How do we also keep the conversation going organizationally from our messaging? And, uh, and it's, we're we're kind of we're we're in a period of transition there as we think through that and really um, you know really try to sink our teeth into what might be the next phase of that what might be the next step because we have we have worked very hard over time to be very personal with our mid-level donor communication and conversation and as that grows as we have more people in that mid-level donor category we want to be able to continue to keep that authentic but also leverage the, the uh, technology, leverage the ability of our marketing and communications team to facilitate those conversations at times because it's simply not possible to have a one-on-one, face-to-face, even phone conversation with every one of those donors. Yeah, that's where I think process comes into play. It's like, you know, how can we set up the process that makes it easy to do this? Or are there opportunities to if we can't have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with everyone, are there other opportunities to, you know, have those conversation pieces with people that aren't necessarily just one-on-one, -on -one, but still create a deep connection? You know, I don't know if some organizations do, or Chris, if y'all have ever done this, done like any sort of town hall type things, you know, um, or, you know, even looking at the technology, how can you use automation to help it feel more authentic, right? And do more personalization. Yeah, where, yeah. You say you mentioned that uh, one thing. I, I was actually on a call earlier, earlier today. One thing we are we're we're really kind of playing around the idea with. We we've, we've internally dubbed it a fireside chat, but how to how to connect our CEO or how to connect some of our program leadership uh, to our wider donor community in a, you know, in a 20 minute back and forth, the 30 minute back and forth. What, what might that look like? What is, you know, what is the technology? How can we make it an authentic conversation where we're truly engaging our donor community? And then also um, 
providing access for our donor community to some of our leadership that they may not normally engage with. And, and so that's, it's something we're wrestling with right now. I think it, it's certainly something that we're, we're headed towards. It's just a matter of, uh, you know, we want, we want to get it right. We want to make sure that we're doing it well. And, and again, I'm going to come back to that, that word and, and being authentic with how we do it. Yeah. I love that idea of the fireside chats. Yeah. I, I like that stuff a lot. That's cool. Yeah. That's really awesome and kind of innovative. I like that a lot. So let's try to narrow this down and, you know, provide some takeaway tips for our listeners. What are your three top tips for nonprofits who are trying out conversational fundraising for the first time? I'll, I'll jump in. I mean, I, I first, I think, is to understand your strategy. You have to sit down and, and you know, as we said, one of, the, one of the drawbacks or one of the risks is you jump into this and all of a sudden you're overwhelmed. So I think, I think you need to sit down with your team and build a strategy and build staff and budget alignment that connects to the strategy. I, I think that's critical because then, then you're positioned to try things. Then you're positioned to test different things out, to de- test different messages, to test different ways to communicate, to test different ways to start those conversations. Um, I think you need a strategy and a plan to begin with and then be flexible as you start moving forward. So, so that, that's first for me. Um, secondly, is to be authentic. I think we're talking about relationships with our donor community, and we're talking about how deep can we make those relationships. And the only way to build deep relationships is to be authentic. And if you are authentic in those relationships, they, they become less about transaction and they become more about how can we impact each other over time and that's what we want our donors to be thinking about how can they how can they be part of the change how can they be part of the positive impact and work for a better tomorrow so you've got to be authentic and then uh and then third I think everything that you do from a conversational fundraising standpoint needs to be rooted in your mission. It needs to be connected to that mission ultimately, because that again is what's going to deepen the relationship. We want, we want our donor community to be connected to our mission, connected to who we are and connected to the outcomes and the impacts that we want to have. And that's all your mission. And so as you're building a strategy, as you're thinking through how conversational fundraising might impact your organization, I think you never want to lose sight of your, of your mission and connect it always to the mission. Because when you do that, you're going to be able to focus on that overall donor experience. And again, moving away from a transactional relationship to a deep, meaningful, impactful relationship um, that's, rooted in a, that's rooted in change. Yeah, I, I would add on to that um, or emphasize testing. So I think it's good to go in with sort of eyes wide open around testing and saying, hey, we're going to try a few things. And then we know this is going to be the first draft and we're going to need to iterate. Um, And so having that open mindset. And then I think when you're thinking more through like the how to create that more authentic connection to the masses it is looking at technologies that can help you bring in more 
personalization at scale. So if there are website personalization technologies, so that when people who have been to your website before and donated, it can say, hey, Matt, thanks for coming back. Uh, we're glad that you're a sustained you know, donor. Here's the impact you've had. So looking to technology that can automate that sort of authentic, you know, feeling of, hey, we recognize you, we see you, we know what you've done, and here's the impact, pulling them into the story like, like Chris said. And then lastly, I'll just say, I think a big thing that we can improve upon in our industry is connecting the value back to the donor, helping them to understand the value that they get out of their gift and their interaction. And so what is it that they get by donating to your organization that they don't get from donating to a different organization, right? So like it's sort of like that value proposition that you bring back to them. And I think that's really important in, in building those long lasting relationships. Yeah. I love that. I love that Taylor. Um, that overall donor experience is so important. It's, you know, we talk about relationship. It's not just a, a one way. It's not just a transaction, but it's benefiting all sides of a relationship and it's an ongoing two way conversation at all times, or at least that's what it, that's what it should be at its very best. Yeah. And be human, you know, one thing I'll add in <laughs> is drop the jargon, you know, be human, talk to people like the humans. Again, I think it's like, it's too easy these days to turn into cyborgs. So let's go back to being human, but use technology and automation to our benefit to scale and make it easier to fold in conversational fundraising into our mix in, in a human way. Absolutely. I try, to, I try to think of meeting people where they are when, when mm -hmm. I, you know, kind of along that idea of being human. Um, we need to think about where, where, are, where is our donor community? Where is this conversation taking us and meet people there? I couldn't agree more, guys. I, I really love that. I think it's so important, like Taylor said, to connect the value back to the donor. And that goes in line with what you said, Chris, with never losing sight of your mission and just focusing on the overall donor experience. I think that's so crucial and so important to the nonprofit sector. And, you know, in terms of technology, it's also as important to look at these technologies that are out there and that are continually being invented and seeing what can help your organization bring more personalization to your outreach. And, you know, that about wraps it up for today's episode. And I want to thank our listeners for tuning in on today's podcast. Chris Taylor, again, it's been such a pleasure having you both here. Thank you so much for joining us on the Nonprofit Chatter and sharing your insights and expertise on conversational marketing. Yeah, thank, thank you. Thanks, New. Thanks, Taylor. This has been great. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> and so on behalf of Nonprofit Pro and Pursuant, we will see you on the next episode of the Nonprofit Chatter. Have a great day.